Hello and welcome to the Top of the Week podcast, a division of the College Heights Herald and Revolution 91.7. I'm Laurel Deppin. And I'm Rebecca Alvey. Earlier this week, Herald Editorial Board met with WKU President Caboni, where he addressed several issues from last semester. Here's what you need to know. So I think something that was on everybody's mind at the end of last semester was that Larry Snyder situation. You know, you can't really forget about that. Uh, A forced resignation of a very beloved dean. Okay, so something that we learned is what happened with former provost Terry Ballman's situation. If you remember, um, at the end of last semester, it was announced that she would be staying on in a special assistant to the president, but not very many details were released about what exactly that meant. In our meeting with Caboni earlier this week, he really clarified that that position holds no responsibilities. Despite that, she is still going to make the same amount of money that she made as provost. Honestly, she's probably not in Bowling Green. Uh, She doesn't have an office here on campus. Caboni basically compared it to a year-long severance package in a form of a position. Absolutely, yeah. And his reasoning for doing this was that he had essentially asked someone, um, an employee, to move across the country um, to become a provost, um, and that hadn't worked out. So he sort of explained it as a way to get her back on her feet. And Caboni did say that a vote of no confidence like that is super rare in higher education and even the historian of WKU couldn't remember a time that it had happened. And the vote of no confidence um, done by the University Senate um, was what led to uh, Ballman's resignation. So this wouldn't be an episode of the top of the week if we didn't talk about Mold. Minton has been reopened and there are students living there now. Mm-hmm. In our meeting with Caboni, um, he explained some of the, of the work that happened over the summer and what's really changed since last year when this whole mold incident happened. One of the biggest changes since last year was the responsibility of taking care of uh, in processing maintenance requests have shifted from housing and residential life to facility services. So hopefully that'll avoid situations like that in the future. So we've been hearing about the first year village project for a long time. And now we're finally starting to see some evidence of that. The um, demolition of Bemis Lawrence Hall is underway. Yeah, it actually began over the summer in July. So um, just as a reminder, this project is intended to give first year students a more engaged classroom experience um, in an effort to improve retention um, for first year students. And retention is a really big deal for President Caboni. And like that is something that he emphasized in the meeting that we had earlier. Another controversial construction project, I suppose, going on um, is the WKU Commons project. Um, many students have expressed concern um, about limiting this project, limiting study spaces and kind of what it means for their day-to-day life until the project is done. Um, but as anyone walking on campus has seen, Helm Library is closed off and is uh, um, undergoing construction to build this WKU Commons. And just as a public service announcement to the people who are listening to this, if you have a caffeine headache, don't worry. Um, Java City is still around. It's just not in the Helm Library. It's in the Garrett Conference Center. I know I was really concerned about it. So before we go, Laurel, I just wanted to say I'm so excited to be back 
doing this podcast, telling people the news. I am so excited, too. The podcast is honestly one of the highlights of my week. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but tell me, how was your summer? As I, if I don't know already. I know. As if we're not friends. <laughs> that's something you, all, you listeners everyone's... might not know, but we are friends. In real life. <laughs> we don't just play friends on the podcast. Shocker, I know. But no, I had a fantastic summer. I actually interned at the Lexington Herald Leader. I was one of their breaking news interns um, where I got to honestly get a lot of fantastic experience, um, covered some really kind of crazy or exciting events within Kentucky. Um, And I also got the opportunity to do some more long form investigative stories. Um, Something really fun that I got to do this summer um, was write about a farmer, a Kentucky farmer um, in Paris, Kentucky, um, who will actually be the first um, hemp provider to Patagonia. So um, here in the next few years, hemp Patagonia products will actually be Kentucky grown. Woo! I love that. Yeah, so I got to go to a hemp farm and talk to her for, I was probably out there for two hours just learning a lot about the industry and the cool things she was doing. So it was really amazing. That's so fun. And Actually, what's funny is I wrote about hemp at my internship, too. We're both hemp girls, We are hemp girls. Yeah, I got a lot of emails saying, I know you cover the CBD (laughs) beat at the Courier-Journal. It just seems so threatening. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, I was also working at a large Kentucky newspaper (laughs) over the summer um, at the Courier-Journal in Louisville. I was the features intern. I had a lot of fun. Um, I learned so much. I I wrote about um, musicians a lot. I got to cover a Shawn Mendes concert. I had never um, listened to Shawn Mendes before, (laughs) (laughs) but that was really fun. Um, I covered breaking news also. Rebecca and I actually like covered the same story. I was out covering this awful uh, gas line explosion that had happened really, really early in the morning. Um, And a lot of reporters were actually flocking there, which is kind of cool to know that. But then I get this text from Laurel. (laughs) Me? (laughs) Basically like, oh my gosh, we're covering the same thing. (laughs) Yes, competition. (laughs) But I think think another important thing like to note is just how important local journalism is. And I think that both of us got to experience that firsthand. in our internships and we're probably going to remember them forever and carry them with us the rest of our career yeah not to be touchy-feely but I loved the Courier Journal (laughs) yeah and it was just like a great opportunity to do what we love and to really see the impact local journalism has firsthand uh, within communities larger than Bowling Green even couldn't agree more but now we're bringing it back nah (laughs) woo This has been a Top of the Week podcast, a division of the College Heights Herald and Revolution 91.7. Until next Wednesday, have a great week.